Well, amen, amen. Good morning, church. I hope you're doing well today. It's so exciting to be here. Uh, as always, we're excited uh, about being here today, but we're also excited about things that we have going on uh, really in North Africa all the way uh, to Athens, Georgia this morning. Our church, Connection Church Athens, that we planted will be kicking off their first service uh, this morning, so be praying for Dustin and his team uh, as they get ready to launch their first service. They've already seen uh, several people come to know the Lord and baptized a few and have already uh, been rocking in, in connect groups and seeing people discipled that way, and so we're super excited uh, for them. So just a lot going on this morning. I'm glad you're here. Uh, if you were here last week, you know uh, we introduced the theme for this year, 2021, and this theme is about knowing God, right? And so uh, one of the things that I shared with with you guys last week is my heart for you uh, as a part as being a part of this church is that you would have a real relationship with Jesus Christ not just come to church uh, not just kind of see other people and what they have but that God has given you access to God that you can walk in a relationship uh, with Jesus and that's my prayer and so what we're going to be doing for this year uh, really for uh, the next uh, several several weeks is we're going to be walking through the Bible, the redemptive narrative of the Bible, and we're going to be using, as Bo said, this book, the Jesus Storybook Bible. If you didn't get a copy of this uh, last week, I think we gave them all out, uh, but we would love to give you one of these. We'd love to order one. If you've dedicated a baby, uh, then you've gotten one of these, but we would love for you to have that. And what this is, is basically uh, it walks through the book, uh, the Bible, Genesis all the way to Revelation, uh, and shows you and points to Jesus from the beginning all the way until the end. And another thing thing that we're doing uh, is what we're calling our 412 reading plan, right? So if you've uh, been here, you know Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 says that God's word is living and active, right? And it, 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 it works in our lives. And so what we want to do as a church uh, is unify together and begin reading through uh, the Bible together. The way we're going to do that is through uh, this 412 reading plan. You can pick up a copy of this out at the blue tent. Uh, or you can download our app, Connection our Church by Delia, uh, and 412 is on there. Uh, we'll have a, a Bible study question for you. Uh, each morning for you to go there and spend time with God as we read together. We'll also be discussing this in small groups. As you know, uh, we're going to be looking at what it means to know God. Uh, we're going to be reading through that together uh, and studying it together during the week in small groups, as well as your kids will be studying through uh, the Jesus Storybook Bible and what it means to know God uh, through his word over there. And so all the church is unified behind this. And so my prayer is that in the year of 2021, you would look back and you would say, man, this year I've grown in knowing God and who he is. Because God's given us a great gift in his word. God's word, the Bible that we have, is his revelation of himself to us. Right? So we don't have to wonder who God is. We don't have to to think about or ask questions, we can go to God's word and know him for who he is there. And there's really nothing more important in our lives. There's nothing more valuable than us knowing God. The Bible actually links knowing God with eternal life. John 17, 3, Jesus tells us that eternal life is to know God. That means that if you want to experience eternal life, then it, it comes as we know God. And so that's our prayer for this year. I hope you will jump in along with us and journey together with us uh, through the book of Genesis uh, all the way to Revelation. Uh, if you have your Bibles this morning, I want you to open up to Genesis chapter 1. Uh, we'll start in verse 1. I'm going to pray for us and uh, we'll get started. So, Father, again, we love you. 
Uh, God, we're so, so thankful we're, we're for uh, your grace in our lives. Uh, Lord, we pray this morning as we open uh, your word, God, how you've revealed yourself to us, God, that you would teach us who you are, God, that you would teach us who we are, God, in our sin, and show us our sin, and God, would you show us our Savior and how great Jesus is. Father, we love you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, Amen. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. Not very hard to find. Just open. It's the first uh, page 1 of your Bible, hopefully. It says this. In the beginning, God. In the beginning, God. That's important. That means from the very beginning, God existed, right? He's the first. He's the preeminent one. He's been there. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Uh, through it all. Now so the earth point, was formless the of sin, and empty, one through six, we and see darkness was over the surface a, of the deep, the and the Spirit of God was hovering surface, over the waters. Right? You if you want to know, want to know what like what the world and heavens and earth uh, were like before devil. they were created, it was dark. It was formless. Uh, it was void. Think about your life before God speaks into it, before God, God saves you. The There's a lot of, of darkness. There's not a lot of so form. There's a lot of void. There's an the emptiness. The, the Hebrew word actually means chaos. That the world was at chaos. Our lives were a chaos before God speaks and creates his life in us. Verse 3, and God said, let there be light. And there was light. God said, God saw that the light was good, and he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was the morning, the first day. Verse 6, and God said, let there be a vault between the waters to separate water from water. So God made the vault and separated the water under the vault from the water above it, and it was so. And it was God good. called the vault God sky, and, it was good. and there was evening, God and there was morning was the second good. day. Everything was perfect, but Verse 9, and God said, let the water under the sky be gathered to one really place, good? and let dry ground and so appear. To question and it was so. Of God. God he, called the dry ground land, and he gathered the waters. The he called them seas, of God and the God saw and that it he was asked good. The question, Did God Verse 11, really then God said, say, let the land produce vegetation, seed-bearing plants and trees on the land that bear fruit really with seed in it according God's to their various kinds, and it was so. Really, uh, the land produced vegetation, tree, you would plants like bearing you seed according to their like kinds, and trees bearing fruit with like seed in it according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good, and there was evening, and there was morning the third day. Verse 14. And, and God told, said, let there be lights in the vault of the sky to separate the day from the night and let them serve as signs to mark sacred times and days and years. And let them be lights in the vault of the sky to give light uh, on the earth. And it was so. God made two great lights, the greater light to govern the day and the lesser light to govern the night. He also made the stars. God set them in the vault of the sky to give light on the earth, to govern the day and night to separate light from darkness, and God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning on the fourth day. Verse 20, and God said, let the water teem with living creatures and let birds fly above the, the earth across the vault of the sky. So God created the great creatures of the sea and every living thing with which the water teems that moves about in it according to their kinds and every winged bird according to its kind. But he and God saw that it was good. 
God blessed them and said, be fruitful and increase in number and fill the water in the seas and let the birds increase on the earth. And there was evening and there was morning the fifth day. Verse 24, and God said, let the land produce living creatures according to their kinds, the livestock, the creatures that move along the ground and the wild animals, each according to its kind. And it was so. God made uh, the wild animals according to their kinds, the livestock according to their kinds, and all the creatures that move along the ground according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good. Verse 26. Then God said, let us make mankind in our image. So first time he makes in his image, right? Our, who? It's plural. The Trinity God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, were created in his image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image. And in the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them. The first thing he does after he creates mankind is God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful. An increase in number, fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Then God said, I give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it, they will be yours for food. And to all the beasts of the earth and all the birds in the sky and all the creatures that move along the ground, everything that has breath of life in it, I give every this green plant for food, and it was so. You you Verse 31, God saw all that he had made, and it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning on the sixth day. So that's long, but here's the thing I want you to understand. I want you to see three things in this this morning that I believe will help us know God. The first is I want you to see God's power. God's power, the power of God's word. But it says God word, speaks listen, and heaven and earth were created. Listener. Not just Earth, heaven and Earth, galaxies, Milky Way galaxy, all the galaxies, stars. Think about just the magnificence and the of all that God created with the power Adam of his voice. Uh, like God you and I, we, we don't really understand this, right? We, we have to go and do things to make things happen. Uh, I, I can't even talk to God. Will, my son, lied. and say, hey, that Will, go do this. And, and it's not a fight trap. for him to go and do what I ask him to do. Strategy. God speaks and things happen. He says, uh, let there be light, and it happened. Let there be a sky, and it was so. He says, let the water and dry land separate, and they move. And he, is he says, let the creatures, livestock, wild animals but be created. It was so. Let them make. And then he creates mankind. And it was so. It's just easy to read this and, and, and it not be a big deal. This is a huge deal. This is, this is power to speak and things come into existence. Listen to Psalm chapter 33, verses 6 through 9, the way the author of Psalm explains it. He says, by the word of the Lord, the heavens were made. Their starry host by the breath of his mouth. He gathers the waters of the sea into jars. He puts the deep into storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the people of the world revere him. For he spoke and it came to be. He commanded and it stood firm. The prophet Jeremiah says this, Is it not, is not my word like fire? 
declares the Lord. This is God speaking through Jeremiah. Is not my word like fire, declares the Lord, like a hammer that breaks the rock into pieces. The power of God's voice, the power of God's word is incredible. Uh, not only do we see it with creation, but we see it throughout the Bible. Uh, we see it in the life of, of Jesus. Think about the life of Jesus. Jesus tells a dead man, Lazarus, to come back to life, and he does. Not because of anything he's done, but because of God's voice commanding him to come out. Jesus tells a blind man to see, and he does. You see, God so he has control over, over blindness, right? There's Not only that, God. he tells a hurricane, wind, rain, storm, the in the middle of the sea. If you've ever watched the, the deadliest catch, powerful well, things that can kill, that can God. just are, are way more powerful than anything you could ever think about. In the midst of a hurricane, he says, calm, be still, boom. The wind and the waves obey him. Jesus tells uh, a lame man uh, have been who medical, uh, uh, medically uh, cannot be fixed and maybe to get up off of his bed and walk. One of the things and he that walks. a good salesman can do Jesus tells the man that his sins are forgiven. Who can forgive sins? Or he can show you different and things and about uh, the car. The power of God's word is so incredibly apparent when we read God's word. Listen to me. God's word is still has the same power today that it had then. And it will have the power that it had then, now, and forevermore. God's word is powerful. We need to understand this. If we truly believed that God's word had this type of power, how would it change our lives? How would it change our lives if we believed that the same voice that spoke the world, the heavens and the earth, into existence, the same voice that has control, sustains the world, the same voice that have done all the things that I just talked about, if we believed that that same voice was written to us in a book, how would we treat it differently? I'll tell you how it changes my life. Number uh, letter A is I crave it. I want to know God's word, the same God that created the heavens and the earth. He has revealed himself to me through his word, and he talks to me. Every word of scripture is the voice of God, is what the Bible teaches. And I want to know him. Listen, I want to read God's word. I want to study it. I want to know it. I want to experience it. I want to build my life on it. I want to look through the lens not of how I feel, but, but listen, God, what does your word you, have preach, to say about every situation in my life? That That's how I want to see God's word. I want to approach it humbly and submissively without pride so that every it can apply into my heart and my, serpent, my heart can be good soil where the seed of God's right word falls on it and it reaps fruit. That's the type of heart that I want to have. I want to approach it in a way where it teaches me and corrects me and it rebukes me and trains me. I, I want it to he be the authority of my life. I want it to be the mirror that, that I look into that reflects life, back to me not only we'll the good of who that. I am in the Christ, but also, God, what parts God. and areas of my life Honestly, need to become more and more like you? He can trick I want it to be my instruction manual on every area of my life. What is my purpose? What's the purpose of marriage? How do I need to parent my kids? How do I treat those around me? 
That's God what God's word so is intended to be. Listen to Tony Evans freedom, uh, explain it this way. He says the Bible is not the simply of words about God. Three, don't worry it is about the word judgment. of God. There's no Many people learn about God sin. from the Bible, just, which just is good. But that is not where you are to stop. The because Word of God this, is the voice of God in print. And in order for us to it is active and alive and it's sharper than a double-edged so sword, able you. to reach and instruct the deepest recesses in the core of what who you are. We must read it. We must know it. We must speak it. We must give it because authority listen, in our lives. We must pray every day this prayer. Your Word, God, is powerful. That wants your authority is all inclusive. Grant me grace kill, as I study your word to understand to and apply it to my life. Listen to me clearly. If you want to know God, if you want to experience the power, the power of God, of like Paul Spirit talks about in Philippians 3, if you want so to hear the voice of God, then you must spend time in God's word. It's given to us. So, so the only obstacle I'm not talking in the about, way know what of us knowing God you know and experiencing God and hearing the voice of God God's word not is our for your inability day, or our unwillingness to get into to God's word. Right? God's for given us everything that we need to hear the voice of God and know Him. And here's the promise that I will make to you today. I will guarantee you this. On my life, you know if you will commit to getting along with God and, for his and spending time glory, in His Word and learning to read His Scripture the way the it's designed to be read, we I promise God's you, it will transform your life. God's word. It's I've never met a person the that, is, that spends time with God in His Word on a consistent it's basis that their life is not being transformed the from good. I've never met that person. If we don't know and the so truth. would we be a I'm not church? Talking about know it would you and I be it. a people I'm talking about know it in that are unseparated so from God, that we would spend fly, time in God's Word? God this is what the 412 reading plan is all about. And for some of us, I want to get three, serious for a, for a minute. And, and y'all know me, I'm going to shoot you straight don't every time. But I want you, you to understand this God, because this is a serious issue. If you have no desire for God's Word, Hey, hey, you Th then you, you have no desire God. for God. Hey, it's okay. Nobody's going to know Right, right. So I, I get this all the time with people. Hey, tell me about what God's teaching you he's through his word. Come. Well, I hadn't really been reading God's he, word, he, he, but he, I've been praying. As if he loves you, you know, and, and I'm like, okay, well, you, that could mean a hundred different so things. You know, well, what are you praying? You know, because if it's you doing the talking, when is God doing the talking back? The craftiness of a and so what we got to understand is that if we have no desire for God's word, then we truly too, have no right? desire people, for God. For and if we have no desire world. for God, then the Spirit of God is not in us. Heart, because that's what the Spirit heart, of God does is bring a desire the of sin for God. The sin and if the Spirit heart, of God is that. not in us, not just about the serpent, then the Bible would teach us him. that we are not saved. This also teaches that, us a that lot the first the step for us is to heart. humble ourselves and ask God to save us and to give us His Holy Spirit. Because listen, before I became a Christian, before I surrendered my life to Jesus, I knew about God. I'd been to a service, a lot like we're sitting in right now. I'd heard people preach the Bible. She also gave some but when I walked husband, away from that service on Sunday, and he there were way more important things in my life than to sit down with God, this with the Bible, and read it. This would be the passage Why? that would echo through the Because the Spirit of God Bible was not at work in me. 
The Spirit of God had not revealed the truth the that the most that valuable thing in my life the same was a relationship with Jesus Christ. But when he did, it began to stir in me. I'm not saying that you don't struggle from time to time, but what I'm saying is deep in the bottom of who you are, the Spirit of God brings a desire to know God. So not only does it change my life because I crave God's Word, letter B, I preach it, right? I speak it. I talk to people about it. When we believe the power of of God's word, we can't help but share it with everybody. Saved, lost, friends, not friends. That's we want to talk about it because, listen, the same power that created the world, the same power that called the dead to life, the same power that healed the sick and the blind is the power of God's word. Wherever I go, in season, out of season, on a plane, on a trip, at a restaurant, I want to know the power. I want to know God's word so much so that I can speak it. Because if it has the power, Desirable. That God, that the Bible good. teaches that it, it has. Good. At any moment, it could transform it somebody. Food, but it was pleasing to her eye. At any right? moment, it, it could transform it, it, my son. It, it, it met what she at any moment, it could transform at it. It my family. It like at it any moment, it could transform whoever I'm talking to. That's the power that we're dealing with. I preach it because I know that faith comes by hearing the word of God. Listen to Romans 10, 13 through 7. Paul says this. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Well, how then can they call on the name of the on the one who they have not believed in? Tell us, Paul. And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? Tell us, Paul. And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring the good news. Consequently, verse 17, faith comes by hearing, hearing the message. The message is heard through the word. Literally, when of they God through the word about Christ. Not only do I preach it because I know that faith comes by hearing, but I preach it because I know that it has the power to transform lives. Today. Listen to Romans 12, to verse 2. It says, Do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Not only do I crave it, not only do I want to preach it and talk about it, but Three, letter C, we I, I want to do my best to live it, it out. And we take it. Right? Because the Word, just like Jesus simple, came, the Word became the flesh. The, the Word, as it takes root in our life, life part of the power of it this is, is it transforming our life so much so that it looks different. What we so that when people look at your eyes. life, it, in the same way that Jesus was watching, the Word that became flesh, the, the Word begins to live in you into. and through you so much so that people can fire, see Jesus. I do my best to live out God's Word because I desire to please God. Only do you see the call it, to follow Jesus is a call to right? live there, as God's Word wants you to live. You the call to, to follow Jesus is, is, is literally summed up best in listening to God and doing what He tells you to do. say, I'm going to take it. That's, That's the best way to define following Jesus. I do my it best to live unbelief. out God's word because right? I want others to, to see Christ in that me. God is sufficient I want us. others to see Christ. You know, I do my to best to live out God's word because I understand that the only Jesus that some people in this world will ever see will be me. 
We're not looking I mean, think for about that. I'm not trying to, to put a weight on your back, but what I'm saying is that some of us run in some exactly circles or we work sin, in some exactly places or we sin. travel in some thing. groups Focus where Jesus they're not going to come to church. That they may be like the people of North Africa. They're never going to hear the message of Christ in a church building. And so the only place they'll ever hear it, the only place that it'll ever become visible to them is in mine and your life as we live it in front of them. I want to live a life pursuing that testifies to the power of God's word. And what Not only that, I want to do, the, that do my best to live it out because I want my kids then we begin to, to put see what a real relationship with Jesus is. We begin to look to something else. Listen, I sit down with parents all the time. Whether it be money, Billy, whether it be sex, whether it be power. I'm like, I don't know. I only got a three-year-old and a four-month-old. I ain't got a clue. You know what it is. But as I've sat down with people older than me that have been through this thing and they've raised children, give our time multiple and children, and buy into the lie they'll tell you which is if the I most had important this, thing I'd be happy. is that your kids look at your life and not see perfection, God, the but they see an accurate picture of what a true relationship with Jesus is. is the There's nothing that you can say to your kid. So that means question. more than that. What is this There's no amount of times life. that you can bring when them to think church about what you see that means what you more than that. And you take when you what they see in your life and, and will shape their view of God. For you. And you think about if they don't see a relationship with God in you, then most likely, especially if they don't see a relationship in God with you, but then they hear you say that I'm a Christian, what happens is they begin to relate a Christian with what, what they've seen in your life. To control your and so they go about, listen, I, I've, I've ministered to these people for so long that, that they go about believing that they're a Christian because mom and dad were a Christian. They live how they wanted to live, but they went to church on, on Easter and Christmas and they were fine. And so as really I get up and try to explain, hey, buddy, I, that's not exactly what the Christian life is. Well, yeah, it is. I've seen it for 18 years of my life. Comfort and the number and one approval. hindrance to them coming Power, into a, control, a relationship with Jesus deep in the human heart is the sin the of their parents. Idols that seem to be there for all humans. And so I want us to take that seriously Power, as God calls us to, to live out his word, to, to, uh, to live control, out what he calls us to, to be. Everything to it's impacting people. And it's very what important want, that, our, that our walks match the word of God. And to help you do this and to help me do this, one of the things that I do is I walk in community. When God tells us that we are created in his image, one of the things that that means is that God is Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Three persons, right? Yet one. Right? So God exists in three persons. That in itself is a community. Well, you and I are created in the image of that community. What does that mean for you and I? It means that we are created to do life in community. That isolation is not who we're created of, of to be. Pastor. We're not created to, to do life alone. We're created to walk in a group, in a family, that have a heart a for God. And this is what connect groups are all about. Listen, if you want to live out to it, the right? word of God, happen overnight. surround yourself with people that want to live out the word of God too. And they'll encourage you. 
They'll I'm show you, listen, this isn't about perfection. Him, this is about pursuing God. This is about bringing our life up under the Lordship of Jesus so that then he can work in us and so that, that he can work and they through that us. They were naked. They that they were naked is what that. I want for myself. So I know that's how God changes me through when I believe that his word is powerful. I crave it. I preach it. And I do my best to live it out in every area of my life. So let me ask you a question. How is God's word changing your life? How is God's word they hid changing the Lord God your life? The of the because listen, but the Lord God called to man. If you're receiving it, are you? then it's changing. He didn't say that because he didn't know. God's word never turns back confused. void. It always accomplishes the purpose for which it was intended to accomplish. God runs to us in our sin and not from So the question us. begins: If it's not answers, transforming our life, then what's keeping the it from transforming our life? And I was afraid. Is it that you're not because I was naked, disciplined, and you're not? In God's and said, word, and you're not prioritizing you it in you your life, you or is it from the tree that I maybe you're a lot like me? You come to it, the man said, and you're not really again, receiving it. From the tree. God you're you're kind of reading it to be a Christian, and you're not actually coming in humility and saying, God, would you transform me through your word? Sin. We're defined by how we God, would you align me to you and not you to me? Is it the posture of your heart that's keeping you? Are you a good soul when you come to reading God's word? Or is it for some of us that we have never surrounded ourselves with people enough uh, or we've never actually asked someone to disciple us in a way where we know how to read God's word and apply it into our life? Listen, that is who we are as a church. And I ate. What That's what we doing? want to do. Blame shifting. We want to come alongside of you and help you. It's not about so condemnation or it's not about feeling guilty that you don't this. know or that God isn't transforming you. It's sin. about saying, no, I want it. When sin is so let me take some next steps so that God can begin a work in my life. So not only the first point do we see the power of God's word in Genesis 1, but we see the implications of a creator. i got to hurry up. The implications of a creator. Verses 26 through 30. Show us that we're created in, sort of in the image of God, that God created us. There's not a more attacked in scripture in the entire work. Bible than Genesis the 1. Way we because if God truly it, is not the creator of all, or man, it's not then he has no say-so in who we are and what our purpose is and what our meaning and measure in life is. But because he is the creator of all, he has say-so into those areas However, of our life. Think about Steve Jobs with right an iPhone. Steve Jobs created Apple. He was a huge part of creating the iPhone. So when you think about who would know the iPhone best, what its functions were, what it was designed to do, what's the value of it, what's the purpose of it, you would go to the creator of it to find those things. That's exactly the implications of a creator in our life. If we want to know what our design is, what our value, what our purpose is, then we have to connect to the creator. So when we believe that God God, when we truly trust God's word that God created us, then we can trust that there are four very significant way. things that God has made known. Me, One, letter A, me. we have a God-given design. God. Listen to this. You the are not an accident. God, the only right? God, God specifically and uniquely honest. designed you the, the way you are to bring okay glory to himself. Right? Nobody's an accident. You're built, you're, you're designed in your mother's womb. Psalm 139 says, listen, for you are created, uh, for you, he's talking to God, you created my inmost being. 
Always. You knit me together in my mother's womb. And that's exactly I what praise God you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my, un my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before, before one of them came to be. You may have been an accident to your parents. If we confess our but you weren't an accident to God. He, God is he formed you. And just, he and created you. He knitted you together in your mother's womb. And he designed you for a specific purpose. And that purpose is to bring Repent him then, glory. Male, female, God. skin Why? color, hair so type, body build, where away, you were born into. God designed that. God wanted that. He is the designer. Not only that letter B, we have God-given value. If God designed us and God created us, then immediately we have value. We've had God-given God, value. All men and women are created in the image of God. Anyway. All men and, and women are created different but equal. Right? It's this idea and that we were created. There's intrinsic the value there. All races, no matter who we are, we're different. We, we may look different, but we're God, equal. We're created by God. Right? Nobody's less than. In God's eyes, we're created in the image of God. We have a design. We have value. This means that our value is not determined by the world. It's not determined by what anybody thinks about us. It's not determined by how much money we have about who our family is but our God is a God it's determined of by God from the beginning and the value of something is determined by the price in which someone's willing to pay for it. in the New Testament what did God the pay for you and I and ran off but God he gave Jesus to him his best his first loved him. the same thing is true and so don't let the, the world garden. try God's to define your value already God's already defined it so let's connect question. with How our creator so that we can know our true value. Not only that, we have a God-given design, a God-given value, but we have a God-given identity. We are all created by God for God. Write that down. By God for God. God created all of us for himself. We're created for a relationship with him. We're created in the image of God. We're created to live for God. And not only that, it gets even better. John 1.12 says, Yet to all who did receive Jesus... And believe, and those who believe in his name, he gave God the right to become children of God. Are you For those of us who believe, he gives us the right to be family members. He adopts us as sons and daughters right created in his image. He, he, he invites in us into that inheritance. Is Think about the richest if person you know. When they God, pass the away and they leave that inheritance to their children. Well, you and I we are part of God's in inheritance. Three, God, the, the creator of all, sin. the person who owns everything, sin. has invited 14, us into God his family. Serpent, what a blessing. He's invited us to work and be a part of the family business. And that you, business is about making disciples and bringing glory you to him. There's no more searching in this world for an identity as a Christian. We've been given an identity. Our First creator created us with an identity. You don't have to be defined by your past. You don't have to be defined by what others think that. about you. He, you don't have to be right defined there. by he how well you're living up to the American he dream. Crush your, head your value you comes from one place. Your identity comes from one place. It comes from connecting with God. You are a child of God. D, we have a God-given purpose. Right In the Christian faith, there's no waking up and not knowing what you're supposed to do today. 
God's given us a purpose. That purpose is to glorify Him. The Bible calls it an image bearer. That as we grow and we become more and more like Jesus, we begin to bear his image, to fill the earth with his glory. That's what he's talking about. Be fruitful and multiply. He's talking about populating the earth with more people that glorify God. That can be having babies, but it can also be making disciples that glorify God. If we're having babies that don't glorify God, then that ain't working, right? At our church, we've never had an issue having babies. About. Never. Cursed is the ground because of you. But the issue for Through some of us is we're not making disciples. We need to be making babies. We need to be discipling people that are glorifying God. Be faithful. Be fruitful and multiply. Right? Knowing your purpose and identity and value and design is an absolute game changer. It's literally, the best way I know to explain it is this. It is literally like having the, the Apple iPhone and only knowing how to use it as a phone. Like when, when Steve Jobs designed the iPhone, he designed computers, he designed every part of your life into this little uh, square that fits in your hand. But if all you know of it is that it's a cell phone and you don't know about any of the other options that it has, you don't know about any of the other features that you have, you're missing out. If you don't know that it can play movies, if you don't know that it can function as your computer, if you don't know that it can function as your alarm clock, if you don't know that it can shoot a video from your phone onto a TV, you're missing out on the goodness of what he created the iPhone to be. It's the same way when we don't know God's design, but we don't know our identity, our value, our purpose, what he's created us for, then we're missing out on the very thing that God created us to do. We have to go back to God. Present. They were but listen, present. for most of us, we've allowed the world to tell us those God things. Created them for. We've allowed the world they to tell us who we are, to tell us what we have to do to be life. Life who we are, to be significant, God for them to, to have value. They were now separated from it. We've allowed the world or a football coach or a, a teacher or a guidance counselor or whoever it is to tell us that this is what we're supposed God, to do with our Adam life. None of those things are bad, but what can happen is when they're in the place of God, you begin to give you your life for something that God's never asked God you to give your life for. Instead of running to would God. we connect with God in a wife. way? Because it's the greatest enmity. truth there was, there of it all is that when we begin to walk in God's design, we begin to experience life God to the fullest. We, see we begin to experience and satisfaction. And shifting the Bible and teaches strife. that when we find God, we find how hard life. Is it to walk in perfect partnership the third thing is this. Not only do we see the power of God's word in Genesis 1, not only do we see the implications of a creator, but we see the goodness of God. Over and over again, God says it was good. It was good. He created light, sky, oceans, land. God saw that it was good. He created plants and trees and the stars, the sun, the moon, the birds, the creatures, the animals. Then he made mankind and he said it was very good. God's creation was perfect. I believe it's symbolic Everything of all had a the purpose. pain that would come into the world. Everything had a be, place. Uh, murder in the all next, of it created uh, to do one thing, to sing a song. Or rape or divorce or and that song was to glorify God. Today, uh, came but as we all know, in Genesis wrong, chapter 3, something would come into the world that would mar that up. And then letter D, finally, ultimately death. And that was sin. It a serpent came into death, the garden that God had created. And he led Adam and Eve astray. With a he caused them to sin. question 
what? What a dark the day. The goodness of God. Did really Tony Evans, did God really say? Explains it. Listen up. He says, Would God, God not ask you to eat of this tree? tree? Would to death, and he was like, right. How could God ask you the to not do this? The manifestation of that death was and emotional, to, spiritual, to, to, to create the desire to rebel against God because physical. instead of trusting Adam the goodness of God and that it wasn't good for us to eat from the clothing. tree of knowledge of good they and evil, but to keep eating from the tree of life, we chose they were full of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So We'd rather be God than experience the life God's designed for us to be. rather than life. And that's what we've done. Another Adam and sign Eve of emotional death. chose that. When they heard God approaching, everything they God created the Lord God among the trees began the to be garden. deformed. The spiritual His creation began to look to created things to give them, them what only God could give them. Had become a terror to them. And we say, well, dang, Adam and Eve, y'all really messed okay. it up for all of us. We see and in the a way they death did. even go farther as but God in another way, you and I are Adam, Adam and Eve. Sin. Their rebellion led to in your life, as God promised, have you come to grips with the fact that you chose yourself would become a over God? Rather than a the Bible calls that sin. We even see economic the Bible death. says that we're as born into sin, work, that you and I choose ourselves over God every time. Rather than fruitful process, the and that that sin separates us from God. And listen to this. But in God's goodness, their coming biological death was now didn't destroy us. He didn't punish like us. Cut he off sent a rescuer, and the process as the Jesus Storybook Bible will talk about. And this rescuer came to reconcile us back to this good God that created us with purpose, with value, with design. A liar. And he Any did that on the cross. And that's the good news of the gospel. That's what shows us the epitome of God's goodness. Is that God, though we deserve to be punished for our sin, though we deserved uh, the wrath of God, God chose to send his own son to take on those things for us. So that now through belief in him, we could be reconciled back to this good creator. We could be reconciled back to God so that we could experience the power of God's voice. We no longer had to be separated from it. So that God could speak into God. our life a but formless, this, void, dark life, and in power could Jesus raise Christ us from spiritual death to spiritual life. In the darkest moments. So that we could be and connected to the moment, one who defined our identity. Of the hope of the gospel, so that we could be connected three. to the one we, we see God who designed come us. In with the hope so that we could be connected to the, the one gospel. that has a purpose for our lives. In God's goodness, he's done that. So let me ask you a question. Have and you God come face to face with the, the fact of the earth, and that, that you've rebelled against Jesus. God? Jesus, the plan that you've chosen that yourself to be God over following the, the ways of God. Could do. Have you recognized this, that this maybe in this life you're chasing things of Satan to try to figure out who am I? What is my identity? What is my purpose? What is my value? When God's right here in front of you and saying, hey, this is who you are. This is what your value is. This is your purpose. And maybe today's the day where you finally connect back to that. But here's what I tell you. You can't do it on your own. You need the grace of God. You need Jesus. You need the power of the Holy Spirit at work at your life. So right where you are, I want you to bow your head. Wouldn't be your son. I don't know where it is that this message of creation finds you today. But for some of us, maybe today's the first day that God's calling us out of religion. Or maybe the first day that God's calling us into a relationship with himself. And you know that today's the day where you want to be reconciled back to this creator. You want to have a relationship with Jesus. You want to experience the power of God's word. 
If that's you this morning, you'd say, Billy, that's me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be reconciled back to my creator. Would you lift your hand and say, Billy, that's me. I want to pray for you. Anybody in here, you'd say, Billy, that's me. But God, through the power of his gospel, through his grace, he sent Jesus, 2 Corinthians 5, 21. And for the rest of us, here's my prayer. To, to we are a people that is prone to wonder. So that you and I could be the Listen, we, 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 we casually walk away from God into the world through one person, while one still person coming to Adam. church, while still doing all the things that a Christian should do, and we begin to find our value, our identity, and our purpose in things other than God. Maybe today's the day that God's calling you out of that. I don't know what the fall speaks to you. He's saying, what are you doing? It can be a very sobering message, but here's the thing. Maybe today's the day of repentance for us. Is brighter. Maybe for some of us, we've doubted the goodness of God. I'm so thankful for a God. Maybe from an experience or something that somebody told us, or maybe something that we blamed sin. on God. There's nothing so I don't that know this your next passage today, screams louder the story of the than the goodness of our God. So maybe today you would always. come and walk away, and you'd say, it "Billy, may be responding in I believe generosity. God's good again." It may be responding in praise and worship. It may be so responding in morning, repentance. It may be God, responding would you, would you meet us right where we are? So I don't know where you God, are would you morning, do what only your head. word can do, Father, and that's bring the dead to this life? Morning, you've heard God, would you do what only your word can do, you've heard how sin and that's transform our lives to be more and more like God you? Father, we want to be a church that knows you, God, that walks with you, and that glorifies you in all that we do. So, Father, would you help us? We love you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for being here. We'll see you back next week.